We rise. We begin our Christmas celebration in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, with joy we enter into the contemplation of the holy mystery of your Son's incarnation for us and our salvation. Open our minds to understand, our hearts to believe, and our mouths to proclaim the glory of him who took on human flesh and blood through the Blessed Virgin in order to suffer and die in our place. Prepare our hearts to be fitting mangers to cradle your son that he may dwell in us and we in him today and throughout all eternity through Jesus Christ our Lord who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit one God now and forever amen please be seated Thank you. 
Please rise for the reading of the Holy Gospel. Our Holy Gospel reading this evening is from Matthew 2, verses 1 through 12. Now after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we saw his star when it rose, and have come to worship him. When Herod, the king, heard this, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. And assembling all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. They told him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for so it was written by the prophet. And you, O Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, by no means least among the rulers of Judah, for from you shall come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod summoned the wise men secretly and ascertained from them what time the star appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child, and when you have found him, bring me word that I too may come and worship him. After listening to the king, they went on their way. And behold, the star that they had seen when it rose went before them, until it came to rest over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy. And going into the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they fell down and worshipped him. Then opening their treasures, they offered him gifts, gold and frankincense and myrrh. And being warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they departed to their own country by another way. Here ends our Holy Gospel reading. We'll remain standing for our congregational care.
Father, and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Please be seated. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. So it's Christmas morning, and Mom goes to wake up her son to go to church. Now often a parent has to shake the bed or the body to wake the child up. She said, son, wake up. It's time to go to church. He rolled over and said, I don't want to go. And she shook him again and said, son, it's time to go to church. And he said, listen, Mom, I don't want to go to church. Those people don't like me, and I don't like them. She said, well, okay, let me give you a couple reasons why you're going. You're 40 years old and you're the pastor. <laughs> you, you see, through a joke, I can convey what's in my heart. I don't like some of you people. <laughs> Every year, we have a member who buys all our Christmas buttons, and the design is different year to year. Gary Prescorn on staff helped head this up, and he always wants something in the design that connects to my Christmas Eve service. And so I said, okay, put the Magi traveling, and then a moon, and in the moon, put a witch. Gary wasn't too happy about putting a witch. Sounds more like a Halloween button than a Christmas button. I want to tell you about a tradition, a very strong tradition, especially in Italy. It happens with the Magi as they're traveling, following the star. First a while the star disappears. They go to a woman's house, they knock on the door. It's an old lady, La Bafana. She has a broom in her hand, she always has a broom in her hand. She was cleaning like she always did. She invited them in, she knew nothing about this Christ child, this king of the Jews, but she fed them, showed them wonderful hospitality. The Magi, out of appreciation, invited her to go along. To go see the Christ child. A broom in her hand, she said, no, I'm sorry, I can't go, I'm very, very busy. That night the star reappeared and the light came to her window. She looked out. She regretted she didn't go. But she made the decision the next day that she would go. She packed up early in the morning, broom in hand, looking for the Magi, never to be found. Looking for the Christ child, Never found him either. It is said on Epiphany Eve, because she was so sad about missing this Jesus, this king, she cried. And the tears went into her broom and gave the broom magical power. She could fly. Epiphany Eve, she flies house to house, bringing gifts to the little children, looking at each child's face, wondering, is this the one that was sort of a sad story when you think about it. She missed Christmas. A lot of people miss Christmas. In our gospel reading for tonight, we have the Magi traveling. All of a sudden, they lost sight of the star, so where would they go? Of course, they're going to go to Herod. He's a king. He's going to know where this new king is born. Herod has no idea. We're told when he had called together all the people's chief priests, teachers of the law, he asked them where the Messiah was to be born. They quote Micah, an Old Testament uh, book of the Bible, Micah chapter 5, verse 2, written 700 years before this event, in Bethlehem in Judea. For this is what the prophet has written, but you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are, both, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, for out of you will come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. The Magi now know it's Bethlehem. They go to see this baby. They present their gifts. I never thought about it before, but here are the religious leaders. Okay, they've gone to Bible college, seminaries. They know the Old Testament scriptures better than I can ever hope. They quoted where the baby was to be born, yet we hear nothing about them making these magi, we, we think they're from Babylon. Now, you see Michael Denarian up there in the balcony. Your dad came to me after the 10 o'clock service, and he said, uh, 
They're not from Babylon. They're from, they're Armenians. <laughs> I said, wow, you're like the Germans. I'm a German. You're like the Germans. You take credit for everything. <laughs> there is a theory out there, the Armenians, but more likely it's Babylon. Daniel, in the Old Testament, who's Jew, Jewish, taken away from the Holy Land, and he's taken to Babylon with many other Jews. It is there he rises up in the ranks to be the head of the Magi. We really don't have this idea or concept of a star in the Old Testament. But Daniel must have knew. And he passed it on to the Magi. Babylon. If they're from Babylon, that's over a 900-mile trip. It would take four to five months. This is the sacrifice they make. These religious leaders, it's a few miles away. None of them go. Why? Sometimes religion gets in the way. It gets in the way of a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Oh, they knew the scripture. They knew the word, but that word leads to the living word. But they failed to make the connection. Listen to Jesus talking to religious leaders. You study the scriptures diligently because you think that in them you have eternal life. These are the very scriptures that testify about me, yet you refuse to come to me and have life. The written word live, leads to the word of life. They missed it. Maybe their religion got in the way. Maybe they didn't realize they needed a savior. You know, many people, unfortunately, miss Christmas. And you could be sitting here tonight, and you may miss it. I hope not. That's why you came. To be reminded of that joyous birth. Jesus wasn't born so we could have a Christmas party. He wasn't born so we could exchange gifts. He was born to die for you. He is born in the shadow of the cross. And that's what we're reminded tonight. Our need for a Savior. God who called all things into creation becomes created himself in the flesh. That's remarkable. We can't miss it. You know, we usually uh, wouldn't have, we have a mystery prelude every Sunday, and at the announcements, you know, it's usually dedicated to somebody or in memory of somebody, and I'll come out and say, say who it's dedicated or who it's in memory for, and then see if anybody recognized the mystery prelude. We wouldn't have had one on Christmas Eve. We want Christmas music. But since Christmas Eve fell on a Sunday, we failed to recognize that, so we had a mystery prelude. Anybody get it? Tim Kennedy put it in. I don't know if you read it. It's in honor of me. I'm your man in black. <laughs> it was a song by Johnny Cash, Man in Black. Do you think Jesus has a Christmas wish list like our children do? He don't. We'll get to that. Just some of the lyrics. Well, you wonder why I always dress in black, why you never see bright colors on my back, and why does my appearance seem to have a somber tone? Well, there's a reason for the things that I have on. I wear the black for the poor and the beaten down, living in the hopeless, hungry side of town. I wear it for the prisoner who is long paid for his crime, but is there because he's a victim of the times. I wear the black for those who never read or listened to the words that Jesus said about the road to happiness through love and charity. Why you think he's talking straight to you and me? You want to hear Jesus' wish list? And it's not just at Christmas time, it's every day of the year. In Matthew 25. When the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the angels with him, he will sit on his glorious throne. All the nations will be gathered before him, and he will separate the people one from another as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. 
He will put the sheep on his right and the goats on his left. Then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you who are blessed by my father, take your inheritance, the kingdom prepared for you since the creation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, and you invited me in. I needed clothes, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you looked after me. I was in prison, and you came to visit me. And the righteous will answer him, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you? Or thirsty and give you something to drink? When did we see you a stranger and invite you in or needing clothes and clothe you? When did we see you sick or in prison and go to visit you? The king will reply, Truly, I tell you, whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did for me. There is Jesus' Christmas list. Good each and every day throughout the year. If you were to bring him a gift, like the Magi, that's what he desires. I don't know where you're, where you're at on your spiritual Maybe you're like Labafana. You seem to miss it every year. She's a good example, too, because she doesn't give up. Year after year, she searches. Don't stop searching. Don't stop looking. Jesus says, I knock on the door. Whoever hears of a voice and opens the door, I will come and eat with that person and they with me. It's not about religion. About a personal relationship with that little baby born in the manger. You have a nativity probably in your house. We could thank St. Francis of Assisi for that. He lived in the 1200s. Christmas was celebrated, not like we celebrate it, but he loved the concept and the thought of the incarnation. God becoming one of us. God putting on flesh. God walking our roads. God understanding our journey. Jesus, our brother. And he thought to himself, if I could just create a nativity. He's the one that came up with this idea of a nativity. He had a living nativity. And he thought just to see the animals, the sheep, the shepherds, Mary, Joseph, that little baby would melt the coldest first time St. Francis of Assisi did the living nativity was 800 years ago today in 1223. I encourage you once again with childlike faith to look. Come with your grief. Come with your pain. Come with your brokenness. Come with your questions. Come with your anger. Come with your joys. Come with your blessings. And kneel once again and see that Christ child born for you and for me to redeem us and to give us the promise of eternity. When you leave today, you're going to get a little broom, a love of love broom. Tuck it away in your tree or some greenery. Every time you look at it, ask yourself, you miss Christmas or not. And when you put it out next year, prepare yourself that you may not miss Christmas ever again. Merry Christmas. In Jesus' name, amen. Now may the peace of God which surpasses all human understanding keep our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus, amen. We receive now our offering.
rise? Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Please be seated.
came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. And this taxing was first made when Cyrenius was governor of Syria. And all went to be taxed, everyone into his own city. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, out of the city of Nazareth, into Judea, unto the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be taxed with Mary, his espoused wife, being great with child. And so it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. There were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone around about them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. Ye shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. And it came to pass, 
As the angels were gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds said one to another, Let us now go even unto Bethlehem, and see this thing which has come to pass, which the Lord hath made known unto us. And they came with haste, and found Mary, and Joseph, and the babe lying in a manger. And when they had seen it, they made known abroad the saying which was told them concerning this child. And all that they had heard, it wondered at those things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen, as it was told unto them. us and keep us. The Lord make his face shine upon us and be gracious unto us. The Lord lift up his countenance upon us and grant to us his peace. Amen. 